Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming to today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church here in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today. And what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. God, I'm excited about continuing in the book of Colossians today. We began last broadcast in this new book of the Bible that we're studying, Colossians chapter 1, and we went down through verse number 6. Today we'll pick up our reading in verse number 7, and I don't know exactly how far down we're going to go, but we're going to get into this, and I believe you'll enjoy it, and I know God will speak to our hearts from it. Now before we get here into Colossians, let me remind you, as I always do, to visit Help for Today. The website address is Help the number four, today.org, helpfortoday.org. Now, you go to Help for Today, and you're going to just, I tell you, you're going you're gonna to stay there a while, linger when you visit the site. This website is, is filled with articles that have been categorized by topic, and they're archived there free of charge for you to enjoy and glean from. The staff of our church, the faculty of our college, all of these men and ladies have taken time to write these articles, and it's compiled there, one place where you can go and you can read and study and learn and get encouraged to your heart's, uh, 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 until your heart is content. Now, here's what I want you to do. Go to the website, helpfortoday.org. When you go to the website, a pop-up box will appear. It'll say subscribe. All you do, type in your, you don't have to subscribe to use the website, but I want you to subscribe to get this. You type in your email address, hit the button, subscribe. That will put you on our email list, and you'll get free articles sent to your email inbox every day. Every day, an article will be sent to you, and you can use that article. And I like it because it keeps you faithful in your daily study. Here's what I do. I read my Bible every morning. But that article from Help for Today comes in shortly uh, after I begin reading my Bible, and I can use the article of the day as a devotional thought. Now, everybody's always asking for devotional materials. You maybe have done that yourself. Here it is. Go to helpfortoday.org, sign up, and you can get it for free. And it won't be repeated. It's not just the old things rehashed. It is fresh content, new material that folks are writing, and it will be a blessing to your Christian life. You want to hear from Pastor Treber? Sign up. You want to hear uh, from the media department, Brother Moyer, somebody like that? Sign up. You want to hear from me? You say, that just ruined it. But anyway, go sign up and you'll enjoy it. All right, Colossians chapter number one. We'll read verse seven. Let me give you a little recap. Paul began this epistle with his salutation, Paul. And when Paul writes a letter, he begins with his name, Paul. And he says he's doing what he's doing by the will of God. What a key that is. How important that is. Are you doing the will of God? There's a will of God for my life, and God has a will for your life. He's writing to these Christians in Colossae. Colossae's a town not far from Laodicea, and by this time in history, Laodicea had overtaken, as far as the influence goes, Colossae. So Colossae's a very Laodicean kind of a town. Now, Laodicea is that church in the book of Revelation that John wrote to that was neither cold nor hot. They were lukewarm. They were affluent. They looked good, had a form of godliness, but denied the power of Thereof, Paul's writing to these Christians who are combating that sort of an atmosphere. 
He writes to them and said, here's your testimony. You have love for all the saints and faith in Jesus Christ. Now, what a blessing that is. In spite of the climate of Christianity, if you will, in that day, these folks had faith and love for the Lord Jesus Christ and others. They had heard the gospel. They'd been introduced to the grace of God. They were bearing fruit. Why? Because of the gospel. The gospel is the means for fruit bearing. It starts with the gospel. No fruit can be produced unless we begin with the premise of the gospel. Now, in verse 7, Paul mentions a man who's been laboring faithfully in Colossae. And he said, As you also learned of Epaphras, our dear fellow servant, who is for you a faithful minister of Christ, who also declared unto us your love in the Spirit. Before Paul wrote this letter to Colossae, Epaphras was preaching in Colossae. Epaphras is a convert of the Apostle Paul. Epaphras is serving, laboring among his own people. He's there in his hometown. He's there with his neighbors. He's there with those he knows by name. And I like the Bible description. For you, a faithful minister, for you. Epaphras is pouring himself out for those he loved. He's emptying himself for those he knew. He is serving for those he cared about. He had a burden for those in his own city. I want to ask you the question, how much are you pouring yourself out for your city? How much are you laboring for those you love? How much are you burdened for that place you know by name and those people that you know by name? It's amazing to me how people will get such a burden for a foreign place and I'm for it, that they will leave their home, sell their cars, say goodbye to family, and labor in foreign fields. And yet we cannot get Christian people fired up, stirred up, busy, laboring for Jesus in their own town. I'm glad Epaphras wasn't like that. Epaphras was all in and all out for God in his city. My city needs the gospel. My city has broken hearts. My city has uh, hurting homes. My city has lost souls. My city has those wrapped up in drugs. My city has those in bondage to the devil. And I'm glad for a young person, I'm glad for an older person that surrenders to the mission field, foreign mission field. But God give us somebody who'll serve here in our mission field, in your mission field. That's what Epaphras was. He labored. He walked streets. He knew the streets. He uh, talked to people. He knew their names. He labored in Colossae. Verse number nine. For this cause we also, since the day we heard, heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of, watch this, his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Paul, as a preacher, desired for his people that they would know the will of God so that they might do the will of God. I'll tell you a fear I have for our generation is that we are will of God ignorant because we're not will of God interested. We are will of God ignorant because we're not will of God interested. The average saved person is not concerned much with doing a work for God with doing something for God in our generation. They are more wrapped up in making money, enjoying life, 
playing sports, taking part in their hobbies, uh, being with family and friends, fellowship, than they are warring a good warfare, fighting the good fight, finishing their course with joy. I want to challenge our radio audience today not to be will of God ignorant because your will of God uninterested. I want you to consider the will of God. I want you to want the will of God. Pastor Treber always says, find the will of God, fulfill the will of God, finish the will of God. The will of God is success. Epaphras was in the will of God. These Colossian Christians were saved because Paul did the will of God. Paul is writing to them now, mentioning Epaphras' example, saying, I want you to be filled with the knowledge of God's will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. So he said, I want you to consider the will of God, and I want you to have enough wisdom to discern if what you want to do or are doing is the will of God. I wonder if you're there today. I wonder if you're in the will of God. I wonder how many folks are out there working a job right now, and I I want you to work a job, but I mean you're working a secular job full-time, but you know the will of God is for you to serve Him full-time, but you won't go out on faith. You won't say goodbye to the paycheck. Your faith is more in that business than it is God and you're still holding when God says go launch out into the deep but you've not yet launched out I wonder how many young people are out of the will of God you're listening today and you're attending a public school you're in secular college and you know God wants you in a Christian school or a Christian college you know God wants you to serve him but you're worried about making the ends meet can I say God God can make the ends meet. God owns the cattle on a thousand hills. Our God is rich in houses and lands. He holds the wealth of the world in his hands. You can't tell there's no limit on what God can provide. You'll never go, listen, you'll never go hungry in the will of God. You won't have to go without your needs met in the will of God. He's a faithful heavenly father. David said, I've been young and now I'm old, yet have I never seen the righteous forsaking nor his seed begging bread. Have you considered the will of God? Have you discerned it? Maybe you're serving God right now, but you're not where God wants you. That could happen. Are you in the bullseye, the center of God's will? If not, do you have enough faith to step out, established preacher? Do you have enough faith to step out, established missionary? Do you have enough faith to follow God? You followed God before. You followed him to where you are, but do you have that first uh, pioneering spirit kind of a faith now? Have you considered the will of God, the sweetest place to be, is in the center of His will. Well, this has been Pastor Cooper. Until next time, keep praying for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.